This is Bob Cudmore with another story from the Archives of Focus on History, my weekly column in the Daily Gazette. This particular column became part of my book, Hidden History of the Mohawk Valley. You find it on page 69. It's chapter 13, Boss Jacob Snell, a big man in politics. Jacob Snell was a large man. Snell also loomed large politically in Montgomery County and New York State in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. When he died, newspapers called him one of the best-known Republicans in the state of New York. Boss Snell's girth made him an easy target for political cartoonists. A New York Journal cartoon in 1901 showed a seated Snell with a diamond stick pin on his tie. His large stomach elevates the stick pin to his line of sight. The caption said, Jacob Snell, whose diamond looks him square in the face. Snell was born in Stone Arabia, in the town of Palatine, in 1847, and lived on a farm with his parents until about 1870, when he moved to Fonda. While in Palatine, he was elected supervisor and town clerk, running as a Republican in a Democratic town. His great-grandfather, another Jacob Snell, had fought in the American Revolution and was a state assemblyman for five terms and county sheriff. Another ancestor, Alexander Snell, also had been elected sheriff. Jacob Snell, from Stone Arabia, ran for sheriff in 1884 and lost but was elected when he ran in 1886 and then served for three years. He also became chairman of the Republican County Committee and was a state committee man and president of the village of Fonda. He frequently attended Republican state political conventions. His efforts were said to have turned the town of Mohawk, which contains the village of Fonda, from Democrat to Republican. He was superintendent of a section of the Erie Canal for a time. He had a company that did road work and was a president of the Mohawk Valley Broom Company of Fonda. He opened a downtown Fonda Hotel, later known as the Hotel Roy. He was president of the County Agricultural Society for two years. Jacob Snell knew President Theodore Roosevelt. A 1903 letter in the Library of Congress from Snell to U.S. Senator and Republican political boss Thomas Collier Platt asks for the reappointment of John Van Antwerp as postmaster in Fultonville. Snell references a meeting he'd had with Roosevelt at the president's Oyster Bay home on Long Island. Prison work. In November 1903, Governor Benjamin Odell named Snell the warden of the Napanock Reformatory in Ulster County. Snell had wanted the post of warden at Danamora Prison, but the Ulster County job had the same $3,500 yearly salary, according to the Kingston Freeman. Plus, Snell's family had use of a furnished house with servants, food, horses, and carriages. The Amsterdam recorder reported that Snell was an intimate friend of the governor. Jacob Snell had just come through a rough political patch. He had given up a claim for a nomination in the state senate with a promise 
of the prison job. But Republican Congressman Lucius Litauer from Gloversville fought against Snell's nomination, apparently delaying the appointment. Myth that Snell had supported John Stewart of Amsterdam in a battle with Litauer for the Republican endorsement for Congress. The Times wrote, Litauer managed to give the impression that he was the particular candidate of President Roosevelt, and he secured the nomination. There's been a bitter feeling ever since. In fact, Litauer did know President Roosevelt rather well. They both had been roommates at Harvard. While on the job as prison warden, Jacob Snell split his time between Napanock and Fonda and continued as Montgomery County GOP chairman. His health began to decline. He died at Napanock Reformatory December 12, 1905, at age 58. The Schenectady Union wrote, An abdominal abscess and acute kidney disease, surgical treatment of which was not practical because of his immense girth, were the primary causes of his death. There's an often repeated story that when Snell died, the door of the room where he perished had to be enlarged to get his body out. Defending Snell. Amsterdam's Democratic newspaper, the Morning Sentinel, in a way came to Republican Snell's defense on the subject of his size. The Little Falls Times had reported that Snell weighed 500 pounds and that 12 men were needed to carry his casket. The Sentinel scoffed at the Little Falls report, saying Snell did not even weigh 400 pounds and that six small men had no trouble handling the casket. At the funeral in Fonda, another name we brought up recently here on this uh, trip through the archives, Reverend Washington Frothingham uh, presided at Snell's funeral. Frothingham paid tribute to Snell's Revolutionary War ancestors, saying seven of them had given their lives for their country. Jacob Snell's body was taken by train for burial in the Canajahari Falls Cemetery. He had married Nancy Nellis of Palatine in 1867, and they had two sons and three daughters. The Canajahari Courier editorialized that Boss Snell was unceasing and unrelenting on behalf of the Republican Party. They said, quote, A campaign once begun was waged until the polls were closed on election day, so in case of a narrow defeat, he never felt the chagrin that he had not made his best and most ardent fight. The story of Boss Snell from the archives of Focus on History, this particular story found in my book, Hidden History of the Mohawk Valley.